This is Saskatchewan Afternoon. I'm Justin Blackwell. It's time now for Hashtag Headlines. Hashtag Headlines. And I'm joined by our pop culture critic and editor of the Feedback Society, Craig Siliphant. And Craig, Rolling Stone magazine is in some hot water over who it deems to be the greatest singers of all time. They're really taking heat right now because it was a list of the 200 greatest singers of all time. Now, they said themselves, before you start scrolling and commenting, keep in mind this is the greatest singers list, not the greatest voices list. Talent is impressive. Genius is transcendent. Sure, many of the people on here were born with massive pipes, perfect pitch, and boundless range. Others have rougher, stranger, or more delicate instruments. As our write-up for the man who ended up at number 112 notes, Ozzy Osbourne doesn't have what most people would call a good voice, but boy, does he have a great one. So, And they said that could apply to more than a few people here. So fair enough. So Bob Dylan counts. Ozzy Osbourne counts. Who didn't count, that's raised the ire of the <laughs> internet, is Celine Dion. I do not want to be put in the position to have to defend (laughs) Celine Dion, but I'm going to do it anyway. I think think this is crazy. I'm in no way a fan of Celine Dion, but uh, she clearly has one of the most amazing voices in modern music. Uh, She has legions of fans. She's had a trailblazing career, often against all odds, even if you know anything about her when she was young. They used to make fun of her and stuff, and she rose above all of this to Mm -hmm. become sort of this queen of of pop and, and sell billions of albums all over the world. So... You know, while I love Ozzy and I get what they're saying about voice versus persona, uh, you know, this list itself was just whack. I mean, Freddie Mercury was number 14. Like, you're Mm. telling me Freddie Mercury's not in the top 10? Uh, I think it shows that they're a bunch of cowards that they didn't put her on the list. There's plenty. It's out of 200 people. So, you know, if it was 30 people, you could argue, well, no, I don't know. Her impact is is in this, you know, but 200 people. There's a few people you could bump off that list to get old Celine Dion on there. Uh, and some trouble has found Aerosmith Steven Tyler. Yeah, so uh, Aerosmith frontman Steven Tyler has been accused of sexual assault, sexual battery, intentional infliction of emotional distress in a minor in a new lawsuit uh, filed by a woman named Julia Holcomb who said she was 16 years old when Tyler first targeted her in 1973. So uh, the lawsuit was filed under a 2019 California law that temporarily waives the statute of limitations for childhood sexual assault, claiming that Tyler used his position as a rich, famous rock star to manipulate her into having a sexual relationship with him when she was underage. Uh, now, he's actually talked about this before in his biography, I think in a, in a Rolling Stone book as well, and sometimes the details are a little different here or there, but he basically uh, had met a, who, who I think he knew at the time was an underaged uh, fan, and he's claiming they had this sort of consensual relationship, and in fact at one point had her parents sign her over to him so that he could mm-hmm. like move her across state lines, which is illegal like for a minor. Uh, now she of course is saying that like this wasn't you know, none of this is true that he abused her and, and, and basically like not hypnotized her, but, you know, Sven gallied her uh, being a big rock star with a power imbalance and stuff. So mm-hmm. uh, it'll be very interesting to see where this stuff goes, because ever since this Me Too thing broke, like I've been saying for years, like there's plenty of bands, bands that I love even like the Rolling Stones. They have songs about how they like 
have relations with underage girls. You know what I mean? So, yeah. and for some reason, like certain people got touched, you know, really hard by Me Too, and other people were completely ignored. And I think rock musicians from the '70s were largely ignored. So it'll be interesting to see if and where this goes anywhere. He's our pop culture critic and editor of the Feedback Society, Craig Siliphant. Craig, thanks so much for this, and we'll chat again next week. Cheers.